Hello there, my name is Danny Oman, wild bird expert for Pets Corner and developer of Peter and Paul Bird Foods. Welcome to the next of a number of podcasts detailing some of the amazing birds that we see and feed in our garden. Every week we're looking at a different bird and this week we'll be looking at the splendid bullfinch. It's always nerve-wracking meeting your partner's parents for the first time, but even more so when you make the first trip to go and stay at their house. Amidst desperately trying to avoid all those social faux pas and remembering my manners on that first weekend in Yorkshire, my eyes were drawn to the bird feeders hanging outside. Remembering it's probably quite rude to stare out the window when I should be making that all-important first impression. All hope went out the window, literally, when a rose-breasted vision of beauty, dressed in a silver jacket, dropped down onto one of the seed feeders, a bullfinch. From that first encounter, it has always been a pleasure to go visit my wife's parents, Rob and Bev. Because up to two pairs of bullfinches are a near-constant presence in both front and back garden. I should also state that it's also a pleasure to visit Rob and Bev because they're sparkling company and excellent hosts. The finches are merely a bonus. Waking up to the finches' soft pew calls outside the window is a very pleasant experience indeed. They're often the first bird I see each day up there. Actually, Robert and Bev are lucky. For such a striking bird, bullfinches usually keep a very low profile. Clear views are few and far between, partly because bullfinches rarely stray far from the leafy cover of thickets, coppices and hedgerows, and also because there's not many of them around these days. More often than not, you only get the mere glimpse of one as it flies out of your garden into the thickest, densest tree, hedge or bush it can find. But you should be on the lookout, as their amazing beauty is hard to forget. Bullfinches are round, portly birds, seemingly almost necklace. The name bullfinch comes from the bird's front-heavy, bull-headed appearance. Despite this, they are so beautiful they could have been invented by Van Gogh. Most people have heard of a bullfinch, but most don't realise how gorgeous they are. Males have a jet black skull cap and beak, grey back and bright pink cheeks, throat and breast. Depending on the light, the colour can vary from salmon pink to brick or strawberry red to a deep pink of horse chestnut blossom. In bright light, they can even almost look blood red. When you see a male bullfinch, there's a high probability that you'll see a female tagging along with him because they stay together as a pair throughout the year or travel about in small family flocks over the winter. Actually, I've got that wrong. It's not the female that's tagging along with the male, but the male tagging along with the female. Female bullfinches usually show dominance over the male. He goes where she wants. Sounds like me on a shopping trip with my wife. Despite being not as colourful, female bullfinches are still a striking bird. The female has a jet black skull cap and beak, just like her mate but her brownish-pink underparts and olive-grey back make her far less brazen than the male. Both male and females have a prominent white rump, black wings and tail, and it's the bullfinch's prominent white rump that usually alerts you to the fact that you've just missed a bullfinch feeding in your garden, as its white bottom is just by flying over the garden fence.
bullfinch's low chirping pew is a soft piping note that carries surprisingly far. You'll often hear the call but don't see the caller. Even though the bullfinch is a rather undistinguished call and in keeping with its quiet nature their song is a quiet warble also. I always think it sounds a bit like a squeaky wheelbarrow. It is actually a very skillful mimic. Bullfinches have long been valued as cage birds, with individuals readily taught to mimic tunes played to them. At one stage, very large numbers were imported from Germany to provide entertainment for fashionable houses. Queen Victoria owned a bullfinch. A bullfinch that could sing at least three folk songs was in high demand and fetched a high price. And because of this, I find it strange that bullfinches can sing other songs so beautifully, though its own song is nothing to write home about. There's a metaphor in there somewhere. The bullfinch's nest is built by the female and constitutes mainly twigs and moss. Bullfinches often like to nest in bushes and shrubs, as well as woodland. There was a time when bullfinches commonly nested in orchards, but elimination by farmers and gardeners had led to a rapid decline of the species in these areas. Typically, the bullfinch will produce eggs that are very smooth and light blue. Breeding begins in March and April, and eggs usually take between two to three weeks to hatch. And once they've hatched, both male and female parents help feed the young. Breeding bullfinch pairs appear to remain together over several breeding seasons. They're not overly territorial during the breeding season, potentially due to the low density of occurrence, so it's not unheard of to see two males sharing a bird feeder. They rarely breed in gardens, as they prefer to nest in thick cover. However, you may still see them feeding as adults can travel long distances from the nest due to the patchy distribution of food. This means that they have developed special food sacks. This means they have developed special food sacks, which are positioned on the floor of the mouth, allowing the parents to bring back food to their chicks. They are the only species of finch to have such sacks. Bullfinches may be colourful birds and loyal partners, but have long had a demon reputation for eating the buds of fruit trees, and many commercial fruit growers and some gardeners despise them for this. For most of the year, bullfinches prefer eating seeds and berries. In fact, seeds make up the most of their diet, and their favourite plants are ash, elm and common nettle. But they do take insects when feeding their young. From December onwards though, as wild seeds and berries become scarcer, hungry bullfinches start eating the buds containing the future leaves and flowers of cultivated fruit trees and bushes, in gardens and orchards as their buds start swelling before the ones in the wild do. Individually, each bud isn't that nourishing, so bullfinches has to eat loads of them to sustain itself. One bullfinch can strip a tree in a staggering pace, eating 10 to 30 buds a minute. That's half the buds of a pear tree in a single day. Even admirers of the handsome bullfinch can be a bit not in my back garden about encouraging bullfinches where there are fruit trees and strawberry plants involved, although they display an unaccountable preference for the buds of certain varieties of fruits. If you have in your garden James Grieve apples, Morello cherries, Conference or William pears and green gauges, they'll be attacked with gusto. But they turn their beak up at brambly apples and commis pears. 
If you do have soft fruits in your garden, you should take solace in the fact that by planted seed heading and berry bearing plants, you've probably helped bullfinches find enough food to survive during the winter and spring. I would also suggest that if you really want to protect your soft fruits, why not put out more nutritious foods for bullfinches? For everyone else, bullfinches are a joy in the garden, and occasionally their travels do take them through our gardens. They rarely land on bird tables, but make a beeline for any seed feeders, especially if they're full of mixes containing sunflower seeds, like Peter and Paul Clean Plate or Peter and Paul Four Seasons. Now some people are garden proud, they don't like a mess. If that's the case and you want to mix with a little something for all the birds, then you should go for Peter and Paul Clean Plate. Clean Plate has seeds that have their husk removed. For you this means no discarded husk clattering up your garden. And for the birds, Clean Plate means high energy, as birds don't have to break in the seed, so no energy is expelled in actually eating it. This mix is very free-flowing, so it goes perfectly through a standard seed feeder. It can be placed on a bird table, and as it doesn't contain any husks, it's perfect for scattering on the ground. Remember, the more ways you feed, the more birds you'll have in your garden. Like all Peter and Paul seed mixes, Clean Plate has added Nutravio, a natural seed coating, which is not only a fantastic energy source, but it also inhibits bacterial growth, so it can help prevent birds from picking up common bugs, like Salmonella and E. coli. Peter and Paul seed mixes have been created to provide your garden birds with a more complete style of meal. Remember, if you just feed one type of food, peanuts let's say, or a lower quality seed mix, you're not giving your birds everything they need. And that distinction could be the difference between your birds just surviving in your garden and thriving. Just getting back to bullfinches, after they have fed from your feeder, bullfinches usually then start exploring your garden. They're on the lookout for berries, seed heads and pods. They also prefer dense planting and shelter, so you can make your garden bullfinch friendly by planting thick shrubs and hedges. Bullfinches that have been born in the UK seldom move more than a few kilometres from where they grew up. Detailed studies have revealed that individuals may remain for weeks or months within a short distance of a good food source, giving lovers of this bird an excellent reason to feed them. Occasionally during the winter, influxes of birds from Scandinavia turn up in the UK. They're usually confined to northern Britain and can be distinguished by the loud trumpet calls rather than the piping of the British birds. Increasingly scarce in woodlands, hedgerows and orchards throughout Britain, numbers of bullfinches have fallen by nearly two-thirds in the past 40 years. The cause of the population decline aren't fully understood, but those old bugbears, the overzealous use of agricultural herbicides and the loss of its hedgerow haunts are likely to have played their part. Significantly, perhaps it's due to the fact that the bullfinch have long been officially recognised as a pest. Way back in the 15th century, bullfinches carried a bounty on their heads. In the 1950s and 60s, bullfinch numbers increased so greatly that fruit growers in southern England were granted license by the Ministry of Agriculture, Fisheries and Food to cull them. Using live decoy baited traps, thousands of birds were killed each year. But it wasn't until the 1970s that numbers started to fall alarmingly. Although the authorities were slow to acknowledge the bullfinch's predicament, 
despite appearing on the red list of British birds at serious risk of vanishing altogether and being protected by the Wildlife and Countryside Act of 1981, it remained legal to trap and destroy bullfinches up until 1996. Amendment to the law now permit culling only if there is evidence of serious damage and after non-fatal methods preventing damage by spreading fine netting or threads over trees have proved ineffectual. What annoys a lot of wildlife conservationists like me is that research has shown that a commercial fruit tree can lose up to half its buds without harvest being affected, so the culling may well have been unnecessary. All the more reason to feed bullfinches right in our gardens. Whether you live in the town or country, you can help look after bullfinches and other garden birds by providing a wildlife friendly garden that includes water and having the very very best food available for them. Foods are like Peter and Paul. For more information regarding Peter and Paul wild bird foods, please check out the Peter and Paul website at www.peter-and-paul.com or pop into one of their wonderful Pets Corner stores. And the nearest store to you can be found at the Pets Corner website at www.petscorner.co.uk. Well, that's it from me. I hope you've enjoyed this look at bullfinches. For further birds, please continue to check out the stream, and I look forward to speaking to you soon.